reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
together for Jesus to show it's a good life you may please be seated let's bow our heads and pray father we ask you to speak to us today by and through your word we are grateful Lord in Jesus name amen amen Amen. I would like you to please turn your Bibles to Galatians chapter 2. I am sharing this very important message. I have serialized it so that it sinks and percolates straight into your soul. There are certain things which are important that we don't take our time to soak in. And I'm hoping that this message will seep and soak your entire life. It will seep into and soak your heart. Paul writing to the Galatians chapter 2 and in verse 20 said, I am crucified with Christ. This is the summary of the Christian experience. There are many people in this world who are not Christians. Sometimes we tend to think that you are a Christian and I've I've addressed this earlier on but just allow me to you know visit this thought. That sometimes you think that because you were born in, I mean, we are not in a Christian country, but if we were born in a, in a Christian country, you may think that because you were born in a Christian country, it means you were Christian. You know, or because your parents were pastors, or your grandfather was a catechist, or your auntie was a priest. Or you are, in your family, you have devotionals every day. You know, sometimes that thinking is that you are a Christian because you are born into a Christian environment. Whether it's a national environment or communal environment or a domestic environment. But the purpose, one of the reasons for this series is to leave you in no doubt that Christianity is a specific lifestyle you choose to live. Nobody is born a Christian. When you are filling your forms, passport forms or other forms, they ask you, uh, religion, Religion, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, others. And you take religion because of where you were born. But Christianity is a very specific life. And now, this is the scripture which summarizes the essence of Christianity. And the reason why I went back to make these points is that You are either living it or you are not living it. You either accept it as a life that must be pursued or you are out. And I made a remark that there are many people in this world 
who are not Christians. Because it is a choice not to live for Christ. It's a choice. Now, those of us who are associating ourselves with Jesus must understand the context of the Christian life. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That is the reason for what I'm sharing with you, so that you are, you are, you, you are left in no doubt. There should be no doubt in your mind who a Christian is. And the title of the message is, The Life I Now Live. The Life I Now Live. The Life I Now Live. This life is different from the life you lived before. Which is also very important. You should not be confused. You should not be confused. Your old life should be different from your new life. The life which I now live. I live by the faith of the Son of God. So, I've gone on, I've shared from some basics and built on them. And today, I'm continuing on from where I started off last week. Last week, I introduced one major pillar of the life you now live. And that life is the spiritual life. The life you now live is a spiritual life. A life in the spirit. A life in the spirit. There's a spirit called the spirit of God. And it is that spirit of God who helps you to live your Christian life. Without that spirit of God, you cannot live your Christian life. The Christian life is not a secular social life. You don't go to school to learn how to be a Christian. You don't take a course to learn how to be a Christian. It is a spiritual experience described in John's gospel, chapter 1 and verse 12. This is what it takes to be a Christian. A spiritual experience. Verse 11 says, he came unto his own. And his own received him not. But as many as received him. Like you and I, hopefully. As many as received him. To them. Gave he power. That is the word. The spirit I'm talking about is the same word power. To them gave he power to become, to become the sons of God, even to those who believe in his name. But it is power so that you can become it's not something you were born with. Even if your mother was a pastor, it's not something you were born with. You become. 
you become a Christian. You become born again. You become spiritual. Now, God gives you that power by giving you his spirit. And this part of the series is to help you to understand that this life is a spiritual life. Why is this life a spiritual life? Why is it important for you to receive the spirit? The presence of God. God himself. You don't just get or come out of a drinking bar and enter the church and call yourself a Christian. You don't just break up with your boyfriend, find a church, sing in the choir of the church, and call yourself a Christian. You don't just walk out of the midst of your unbelieving, weed-smoking, alcoholic, debased lives and friends. Come to church regularly and call yourself a Christian. You don't just stop living a certain life of stealing, fornicating, and start attending church. And you call yourself a Christian. That is not how to be a Christian. The life which I now live is not that. You don't, you don't just stop and start, start having Christian friends. You were sleeping with married men and now you have a pastor as a friend. You can't even sleep with him. You become a Christian by going through this particular experience. Jesus told Nicodemus, last week we read it, unless you are born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot. So just stopping drinking is not enough to be a Christian. You will go back. You will go back. You have just used your willpower and your determination to make a break with a demon. But that demon still sees you as his house. He said, I will return to my house, my house. Some of you sitting in church are still seen by the demon that was in you 10 years ago as his house. And he said, I shall return. That's why many times you find us in the church and once a while, like, like, like leaves on a tree, you see this has fallen off. This has fallen off. Where is Alberta? We can't find her. Where is Francis? He has stopped church. Ah, it's been a while since I saw Parkway. See, he's not around. Where is Alice? She's no more in church. Yes, because you don't just join a church to be a Christian. You go through an experience. The Spirit of God must come into you and upon you. And that comes in John 1, 12. When you receive him. As many as received him. To them. Not to these ones. To them. Gave he the spirit. The ability. You need empowerment to be a Christian. There may be another reason why you broke up with that boyfriend. He beat you. Or you had a bad experience. You, were not, you are not getting the money you are looking for. Or the sexual satisfaction, the kicks you were getting are no more coming. That's why you broke with him. You don't just come into church. You may find another boy and start getting kicks. 
May you not fall off as a leaf. But may you be grafted as a branch. As many as receive him. How do you receive him? Romans 10, 9 and 10. You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth. And the spirit enters you. Of course, when the spirit enters you, from this point, maybe next week or two, I'm going to go into habits. The new life is a life of habits. Because your old life was also a life of habits. Because the spirit which enters you, you don't mess with that spirit. It will depart to your surprise. You will be surprised that there's no spirit in you. There's the, the spirit of God that came into you is no more. Samson couldn't believe it. That a spirit that is in a man can live. He was shocked. After his serial fornications, stints with prostitutes, finally ended up on the lap of Delilah, playing games. But one day, he woke up, shook himself, but it was over. But I, 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 I think Samson's experience is a good one. Yes, I would prefer that on earth than to go to heaven to discover that there was no spirit in me. So I'm going to show you habits. Habits that drive away that spirit. And habits that reinforce and grow the spirit in you. But today, we are asking ourselves, why do we need the spirit? Why should this Christian life, this kind of life, the life I now live, why, why is it spiritual? Why do we need the spirit of God? Number one, your conviction as a Christian comes from the spirit. Yes, the conviction that you are a Christian. That you are a child of God. That you are a believer. The conviction that you are a child of God comes by the Spirit. Romans 8 and verse 16. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. We are the children of God. That's how we know. You don't know you are a Christian by the scriptures you can quote. You don't know you are a child of God by the clothes you wear. You know you are a Christian by and knowing inside, that is why you, you can't explain it. There is no formula. You can't say this and that. How do you know you are a Christian? Because I have a Bible. How do you know you are a Christian? Because I now have pastors as my friends. How do you know you are a Christian? Because I go to church. Why do you say you are a Christian? Because I pray in tongues. Why do you say you are a Christian? Because I had a dream and saw Jesus giving me a Bible. No. You know you are a Christian by a conviction inside. You know it's inside of you. You, you know it. That's all. It bears witness. That's why you must do things that will cause that spirit. You know, there are two spirits here. The big S spirit and the small s spirit. Your spirit, your little spirit is the small s. And the spirit of God, the big spirit is the big s. And you need that big s to be a Christian. We smokers have got the small s. Godless men and women have got the small s. Drunkards have got the small s. But that small s is a dead s. It is only when the big s kicks in that life comes into that spirit. 
the spirit. That's number one. That's why I need to teach you the things you need to do so that that big S is always in you because that big S is sensitive. It can fly away. Yes. That big S left Samson. He couldn't believe it. That's why David, a rich man, even the chair he sat on he sat, was golden in nature. Gold. Wealthy man with a lot of power. Imagine being the king of Israel. Power. There are presidents who cannot leave their chairs. As soon as the time is coming, they just change the uh, laws and extend it by 40 years. It's happening now. Some will not extend it, but they, they will change the electoral laws. How to vote and who stands for elections. Just to keep themselves, because it's not easy. Yes. If you are going to town, you go and sit in a car, Mercedes-Benz. Even an ambulance follows you. Can you imagine you are going to town? Like now, ambulance follows you. Policemen are in front of you. Motorcade. Why would you want to stop that and take dropping? Would you like that? Why would you want to stop that and now start driving yourself? And there's no ambulance behind you. Yes, so it's not easy to give up power. And David had that power with money, gold, silver. But when it was time to negotiate with God, he said, you can take anything away. But please, don't take your spirit away. I beg you, take the money away. Remove me from authority. Take me from the presidency. Take my cars. Take my chariots. Remove. But I beg you, if you t- please leave me the spirit. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Why? Because that is your source of identity. You don't become a Christian by wearing t-shirts. You don't become a Christian by having a Bible. At the base of your conviction is something in your heart. And knowing, I can't explain it. I just know I'm born again. Yes. That's why when you fornicate and you come to church, you don't feel happy. Because that spirit is about to lift off. That spirit is unhappy. And you know it. When they say lift your hands, you can't lift it. You lift it and you bring it down. Because you know what you were doing with that hand. Where that hand was. Nobody, nobody tells you. Look, this life, is, it's not a gimmick so. Convictions in our hearts. I've been to school. I have been to school. At least I have passed Wasi. At least. But if a conviction is in, in me that put it down and just serve God. Yeah, we live by convictions. And then the faith, which I preached about earlier on, backs it. You are convicted to sow a seed. You are convicted to move away from a place. Last week, Saturday, I was on the golf course. We are going to play 18 holes. In the middle, about 14, 15, whatever, I just told Reverend Asso, I just feel we must go home. So how? Let's, let's go. Yeah. We walked past four fairways. Change, entered the car. We came home. I got home. In fact, I, I, as soon as I entered the gates, I heard of the explosions there. Yes. I, I, if I had finished my 18 holes, I would have been right there at Atomic Junction. Wow. I'm not a prophet. 
I'm not a prophet. I'm just a teacher in the church. But there's, there's a spirit in me. Yes, there's a spirit. As you are sitting with that boy, as you are sitting with that girl, and he's holding your buttocks, something tells you, move away. You know it. I cannot tell you. That's why... If you are living your life to please your pastor, you are not going to be a Christian because how often will he be there? How often will the shepherd be there? That's why when you are listening to unbeliever music and nothing tells you that what you are listening to is wrong, then you are not a Christian. There's no big S. We are guided. It, it's a, we, it bears witness. You can't draw diagrams. You can't use formally. You, yes, you can't. How, how do I, I just know. I just know that what I'm doing is wrong. I just know that I cannot continue this relationship with you. I, I can't. Why? I can't. Something in me tells me that I cannot do this. May that big S be alive in you. Number two. Why is it important that you walk and live in the spirit? Because it is the spirit that leads the believer. Leading. That's how you can sit back Watch a believer, watch somebody, and know that the person is not even a Christian. Or the person is a Christian, but is the canal type of Christian. By the way, whose end, I taught you, you last week, whose end is no different from the unbeliever. Yes. There is therefore now no condemnation. The same condemnation that is awaiting the unsaved. When you are in Christ and you walk after the Spirit, that is when that condemnation leaves you. You can be in Christ and be carnal. Choices, decisions. You are marrying a man because he has money. The Spirit of God must lead you. That's why. This life I now live is a spiritual life. You are not led by what you see. You cannot. You can't. Romans 8, 14. You can't. For as many as many as is loaded with insights. As many as. You see the same in John 1.12. Go back to John 1.12. John 1.12. As many as. As many as. And that is the warning God gives you today. That don't look to your left. And don't look to your right. When it's time to take decisions. Don't, don't wait upon your friend. Because not everybody takes decisions for God. Not everybody receives Jesus. As many as. As many as receive him. When we come into the church, don't be, don't look at how a friend lives his life. How she lives her life. Romans 8, 14. As many as. Not everybody is led by the Spirit. Some people are led by their logic. Logic. This will do this. This, that. Does that? I was listening to somebody yesterday who was talking about a very, very rich man who is now bankrupt. He's, he's so depressed he cannot even come out of his bedroom. Yes. Because he made calculations. I'll do this. 
I'll give this to this party, give this to this, and then I'll get this. Look, this life on earth, one plus one is not equal to two. I mean, some of you should know this by now. Yeah, you put seven together with six, and you got three. <laughs> wow. No. I've been watching him. Three Sundays, he's come with different cars. A Mercedes-Benz, a Kia, and a VW. He's a rich man. I'll say yes to his proposal. Yes, because he came to propose just the day after that boy there with two shirts and one pair of trousers. An apprentice. And then a, a very hunky man comes with khakis. Hi, baby. We don't live the Christian life like that. You, you don't allow khakis to lead you. And then I, I won't be here. Or I look like somebody who doesn't understand money. It's like, it's like when I see money, I see it as graphic. <laughs> yes. I told her brother, we were standing at the back. I said, don't think that this thing, this life you are living, you have your wife, you are chasing girls in the church. Don't think you are smart. I said, I know how to do this more than you. Yes, I said, I'm a specialist in this life. But when you get born again, you th- the life I now live, you throw away this nonsense. You were at the back here. A few years ago, I said, me, I can chase your mother, your mother at home. I can come for her. I told him, smart guy, you are fast, you know how to make, sometimes we just laugh. <laughs> yeah. You so say you are a magician and you have chosen a city of dwarfs to come and do magic. Yeah. magic. How? <laughs> Go somewhere and do your magic to impress them. <laughs> Here, magic is our normal life. We will pick you up right now. <laughs> be careful. You'll be faced with decisions. Money is here. No money is here. And God is watching you. You'll be faced. You see a girl, beautiful face, nice, beautiful hips, breasts, everything, intercaves, everything, synclines, anticlines, beautiful. Yes. And you see another girl also, prayerful, loves God, loves you, respects God, respects your pastor, is very humble, but one eye is red, one is white. One eye is constantly red. Her nose is big. Her hair is not nice. She inherited her teeth from her ankle. Zigzag, zigzag teeth. But this one is nice. When she walks, the legs are beautiful. Yeah, if you are a man with two testicles, you are going to be guided by your testicles. But Joseph told the woman, said, no, no, no. I am a man. I, 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 I have feelings, but I will not do this. I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. I, I, I'm telling you that what you are expecting, it won't happen. <laughs> Receive power to live for Jesus. Why do you need the spirit? The spirit will lead you. To lead you. In fact, ultimately, 
the spirit of God will lead you where man is. Hajash. Hajash. Money. Read your Bible well. But he leads you by indirect pathways. Oh, yes. The first three steps he will lead you will be steps that you will take away from money. Away from a happy marriage. What's the second thing I told you? But how? How? How is it that you are always in the church having meetings? You don't have time in the house. How is it that your children can write exams and pass well and all that? Do you have time? What, what? I said, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm in the church. Those who are sitting by their children at home, they are doing resets. We who are in the church having meetings in the church. Our children are passing their exams because when God's spirit leads you, the ultimate is blessings and prosperity. But the pathway, it may look as if you, you don't understand. If I, you're not even a good father. Yes. You're not even a good father. Allow the spirit of God to lead you. Don't allow dollars to lead you. Even where you work in Accra here, don't be guided. But the salary, this is 1,500 and this is 850. I'm choosing 1,005. Why? Look, life is more complex than 1,005. Sit down and allow someone. That's why David, one of the things that made him special was that even when he was going to fight, he had weapons, he had bullets, he had everything. He would still go to God and ask him. And each time he went to God to ask him, God would say, pursue them. Go and fight. But each time, yesterday, God said, go and fight. Today, he will still ask God, should I go? Should I not go? He will say, go. Sometimes, he could almost predict the answer, but he will still ask. Because it's not as simple as that. It's not as simple as a beautiful wife will make a beautiful, a beautiful woman will make a beautiful wife. It's not as simple as marrying a woman who is a lawyer means that there will be steel in your house. There are those who don't cook. Let something else guide you. This morning when I woke up, I didn't feel like I come to church. I'm, I'm confessing my sins in front of you. Today, I didn't feel like I come to church. I've been at it for weeks. I was tired. But I was not going to, allow, if I allow my body to keep me at home, then the same body, will, if I allow it today to sleep, it means I will allow it tomorrow to fornicate. But Paul said, after preaching others to Christ, I bring my body under by the Spirit. By the Spirit. So you won't go to church. You are joking. Up now. is leading you. You watch television, you see a prophet, a prophesying, telling someone, your, your auntie is called Alice, and she's, yes, two brothers, one is fair, one is mad, and uh, uh, that's the woman, she's the cause of your business not working. You, you, you watch these things, and here, because here we don't do such things, apparently. Next Sunday, you're not here. You are in a car going towards La Paz. Stupid man. You make nonsense of all what God went through to put you in church. Not knowing that there they are drinking the pastor's urine. What leads you? Don't allow things you see or you feel to lead you allow the spirit in fact if you allow the spirit it is the spirit even who will say look at this one you've seen this look behind that is the reason why you must choose him or is the reason why you must not it's sad to see people fall off they come they don't last because the spirit factor is out of their lives. Can now, can now. Some of you sitting here, 
you are in relationships with somebody's husband or some boy you are not married to. You are still in the church here. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, you see, and, and it's dangerous, you see, because see, what the spirit does, what the big S does to our spiritual lives is what our nerves do to our bodies. Yes. As I'm walking, if I hit my foot, I have pain. So, so next time when I'm coming to this side, I will not. Why? Because there was some pain. But if, if you hit and there's no pain, you are dead. You, you injuries. You don't feel pain. Somebody is cutting you. They put the knife on you. Your nerves don't. It's only when you see blood that you say, Ajay. I mean, it's not like that. You must feel. You, you see, our nerves give us sensations. A sweet taste. You smell. All these are nerves. They must be sharp. When you enter a room, you must know, oh, baby, maybe the, 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 the septic tank is not working. Sharp nose. Sharp nose. Well, as I come close to you, you are using Madina Chunale. That's the perfume you are using. Yes. Sharp. Sharp. Oh, yes. When you enter a place, no, this place is too dusty. You see, sharp. It, 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 it changes. I asked the mason to do something for me yesterday. I went out, came back briefly to change clothes. I saw what he had done. I said, this is not nice. I said, I, something about this. this, this I said, no, I don't like it. I said, remove everything. Hey, remove, said, yes, remove everything. I'll pay you, remove it. Yes, my eyes are sharp. They may be small, but they are faster than your. I was going to say something. The same way, your nose is sharp. Eyes, touch, you feel. You can close your eyes and say, no, this material is nylon. This is crimping. This is cotton. This is gabardine. This hair. This is bald. This man will be bald in three years. <laughs> this one. Oh, this is a wig. This is a wig. <laughs> yes. In the same way, your big S, the spirit in you, also make you so sensitive that when you get near a witch, you can say, hey. Somebody came to church recently. As soon as the person entered the church, I had three separate dreams. One, two, three. I wrote all of them down. For years, I was with the person. I knew who the person was, but the person never knew what I knew. That I knew God had told me to know, and I knew I, I was going to know the other I knew. I can't spend 10 minutes with you and not know who you are. My spirit will tell me this person is not real. There are people in this church, I know. They've been in this church for years, but I know that they are not correct. Wow. But you will never hear me telling you that we'll be here together moving. Allow the big S to activate your small S. I wish I would have time to preach about carnality. Don't joke. You hurt yourself. Think of somebody whose nerves are dead from diabetes, from some neuropathies, just some, something. something. You, you, you can't feel. You can't sense pain. One of the big things is that they lead to even deformities. Deformities. The joints are deformed. You hit your deformed joints. We call them shackle joints. Shackle. Deformed. You, you don't feel anything. Cuts, bruises, scars. You don't feel. Somebody must tell you, oh, but there's blood at the back of your leg. Oh! Mommy, handkerchief, why? Give me a handkerchief to clean it. You don't feel, some of you sitting here, you don't feel anything. Your spirit is dead. You don't feel, you don't sense anything. Why? Because, and I, I, I hope to start 
talking about the, the, the habits. Yeah. You sin freely. You have no regard for God's word. What God's word says and what you feel is what you do. What you feel eclipses what God's word says. You are killing the spirit. Till a day comes, you are numb and damp. Stand to your feet and let's close. We'll come back next week. Let's close our eyes, please. Let's close our eyes. Everyone, let's close our eyes and just pray. Lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord that he will guide you to be spiritual. Lord, I want to be spiritual. Lead me by your spirit. Spirit. I want to be a spirit man. Not a spooky man, but a spiritual man. Look, you can pay a price. Physical price for not being spiritual. Katala basata. Rama mama sataka bababa. Mendole kasata. Shamindikiri basande kapola dasa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Makelebosa. Don't walk about numb. No feelings. Your spirit is dead. You sin freely. You do free. No. Father, help us. Katabasa. Masata. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please close your eyes. Somebody's heart is convicted. Everyone close your eyes. And if it's possible to buy your heads, I'll be happy. You want to take a decision today to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again today. I want to surrender to Jesus. Please lead me in a simple prayer, Pastor. Please, Pastor. If you are here, you want to be born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Just lift your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, just lift your hand. High. Lift it above your head. Above your head. Yes, clearly, you are taking a decision. You are parting with your past. You want to receive the Spirit of God to live this kind of life. Lift your hands wherever you are. Lift it high. You want to be born again. Yes. If your hand is up, I see your hand. I see. I see. I see. Take a step. Take your bag, your Bible, your notebook, your bag, and come to me in front here. With your hand up, come. Come here. I want to pray for you here. Yes. Take your Bible, take your notebook, come. Beautiful. Lift your two hands, please. Yes, you can put your back down and say after me, pray. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I've gone far from you, but I'm returning today. Please accept me. Please wash my sins. Please give me a new life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Grant me stability to enjoy this new life. I am born again. Oh God, please write my name in the book of life. I thank you for my salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.